Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's race and sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acri and Oaklawn's mutuals and sportsbook manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome, everybody, to Oaklawn Game Day. Justin Akery and Zach Gillum, and we are thrilled to be back with you, Zach. Good to be on with you, my friend, and we're ready for another full slate of college and NFL games, and this week we get some college games on Thursday night. Yeah, absolutely. Very fun week last week. Uh, Arkansas gave us a bit of a scare, but ended up <laughs> pulling it out and uh, winning, not quite as they should, but winning um, And in a game like that. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, I'm guessing safe to say you did not have a money line bet or many money line bets for Arkansas. That would have been sort of uh, not very cost efficient, I wouldn't think. But I would guess, Zach, you probably had a lot of bets on the over. We liked that a lot. That thing moved pretty significantly upwards as the day went on. Yes, absolutely. The over was definitely um, something that people went after, along with the spread on Arkansas. Once I saw that, yeah. Once I saw that, uh, you know, the the Arkansas had fallen behind, I'm like they're definitely going over now. I think it started out around fifty four, fifty five, maybe, and it was up by sixty or so by kickoff. So yeah, there were a lot of people that were riding the over, and a lot of my friends rode the over and Arkansas on the line, and so they ended up not winning anyway because Arkansas, of course, did not take care of their end of the bargain. Yeah, and then, I mean, that was a great example of a game that if you were watching it live and following the live lines, um, there was a point where Arkansas was minus four and a half, and I believe they were still down seven, but they were moving the ball at this point. And mm-hmm. To me, it looked like a great line to jump on, and it did turn out to be one that you could get. Yeah. Um, there were some other interesting, you know, wagering on uh, how much Arkansas or um, – Missouri State? Missouri State, thank you, might actually end up winning the game by. So that's something, as you're watching the game, I've got to where, honestly, for following scores, I use my app more than I use anything else. And uh, you can also see the wagers that are available. Yeah, I was say, you can't bet on ESPN.com, so it's fun to keep up with it. And it is, as Zach mentioned, I mean, the in-game betting is crazy. And sometimes you will be shocked. You're like, what? How can that be available? It's crazy. But, again, it does keep things very interesting, and it's very enticing. So make sure you take advantage of that. And if you don't have the app, make sure to get it. And we told you a couple weeks ago iphone and android now available in the in-game betting part of it's so cool so what's the download do you have i don't need exact numbers but pretty happy with the download rate as far as the number of people who are taking advantage yeah absolutely people are more and more joining every day um it's rapidly growing i expect over the coming months that will continue to go with it being football season and us having such a good arkansas program to support with football basketball upcoming and then baseball you know when you're starving zach a peanut butter sandwich tastes great and people have been starving for this app and so this is much better than a peanut butter sandwich i don't know if we could call it caviar i guess or filet mignon but there are people who may be looking for a little bit of a side and i know there's been some people asking about an incentive although i didn't need one i was in but you guys are discussing that i know right Yes, absolutely. That is something that uh, we intended to have up at launch. Unfortunately, we did have some technical issues still working through those, but just know um, we, we do intend to have that rolled out hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, early adopters 
um, you know, be safe um, knowing that you will be getting the offer extended to you. So once we get that launched, you don't have to wait till we launch. The welcome offer will be extended to those that had already signed up. We, we love that. Like every every uh, phone commercial seems like is now nowadays is about. Well, what about existing customers? Yep, they get it. What about new customers? Absolutely, they get it too. So that's the way we want to do it with Oakland too. So that's good. Hey, last week, uh, I mean, again, when you when you're not successful, you gotta you gotta talk about it. But when you are successful, you gotta talk about that too. So I'm not gonna crow too loudly because every week is a little bit new. But we did have some success last week, Zach. In fact, we were riding a lot of the winners last week. We felt real good about USC over Fresno, a couple of high-scoring teams. USC covered the number easily. It was a little less than two touchdowns, 45-17. So we got our win there, and they did it with defense. You know, I heard them talking about this game on game day. I got to give credit to Pat McAfee. He said USC's defense would rise to the occasion. They did against the high-flying Fresno offense, or at least one that had been. So good for USC. They got it done. They look like the clear best team in the Pac-12 so far, although Washington probably has a little bit of a case to make. Oregon still in the mix as well two and two now on the season we also talked about a parlay opportunity last week zach and i'm not going to make things harder myself than i have to and try to pick two games but i did hit florida state even though they lost their starting quarterback their backup came in and led them to victory wasn't an easy game at louisville on friday and then we also got the usc game so that little parlay paid out pretty nicely we also liked iowa under and zach we were joking before the show i don't know how low they're gonna have to make iowa unders for people to start jumping on the over but I don't even know if they've gotten there this week. I still like the under on the Iowa game, even though it's ridiculously low as they take it on Rutgers. Yeah, you pointed that out last week, and as you said, and as we discussed before, I think it'll just keep going down until we see someone hit an over. So, um, yeah, 39 might not be low enough, but we'll find out. Uh, you've never had an over and under in the 20s, I assume, right? But that's may- maybe where we have to get with Iowa to get people to bet the over. Yeah, it'd be. Uh, I'm sure if we go back in the uh, historic days of football, we could find some, but not since I've been uh, running a sports book. No, nothing in the 20s. Yeah, when Lombardi was not coaching but maybe playing, you might have gotten an over-under in the 20s, but I mean, it says you have to go lack a long way, I would think, to, to get there. Let's touch on a couple of things, Zach. In the event center this weekend, Lori Morgan is coming in, and she will kick off what will be a fun weekend. We do have football on Thursday, NFL and college, and college games on Friday night as well. For those of you who aren't heading out to see a high school game around, you can also wager while you're at the high school game on on your app, of course. But Lori Morgan will be in the event center. Tickets as low as $25 Friday night, kicking off what should be a ton of fun this weekend for all kinds of sports wagering options, dining great options, and of course, all over the casino at Oakland. So plenty of ways to have fun. Of course, Lori Morgan's coming to town. Been talking about the show for a long time. It's finally upon us Friday night at Oakland. Yeah, absolutely. Lori Morgan's going to be a lot of fun coming in Friday. Doors are going to be at 6, show at 7. Tickets starting at $25 and our on sale Oakland.com. Um, we also have the Pamela Hopkins band will be in Pops this weekend from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. We have our same promotions that we've been discussing this month, 50-plus Frenzy, the Hot Springs Village Day, Ladies' Night Out on Friday, and we have our T-shirt giveaway on Wednesday. For all the details, again, oaklawn.com is your place to go. Um, looking at Pops, there is something else that we need to talk about, and that is that we have watch parties in Pops for the Razorback game. So this weekend, um, the doors will open at 5 p.m., so it's an hour before the game. Game kicks off at 6. Um, what we will have available in there is hot dogs and chips for $5. We're going to have beer special margarita special and then obviously the game with audio so it's another just fun place that you can go watch the game if sportsbook fills up silks fills up or you just want to go it's a great atmosphere if you want to book a room spa don't forget the restaurants all the information's at oakland.com and of course you can book your room on there as well or your tickets for Lori morgan on friday zach all right ncaa football zach and boy there has been a shift in the force alabama had been the favorite all along but georgia looks to have the fewest blemishes and now both in the sec race and also in the national championship 
championship race. The Bulldogs are now your favorites. They were 225 last week, Zach, but the number is getting increasingly less lucrative for those who want to ride Georgia to the championship. Absolutely, and I feel like this is one of the few times I've seen the odds makers be a little behind the uh, rankings. Usually um, the odds are a little more indicative of how those teams should be ranked rather than the rankings, but this time the rankings had it. So Georgia, your top pick right now, plus 175, followed up by Bama, plus 225. Ohio State's at 350, Clemson 1200, USC at 1500, Texas at 2000, and then a few uh, SEC notables. Arkansas, even though they did win, they went from 60 to 1 to 75 to 1. Old Miss is at 80 to 1. Kentucky and Tennessee at 100 to 1. And then we have Mississippi State, Texas A&M, and Florida all at 125 to 1. As a flyer, I'm telling you, USC, I was just talking to somebody about this today. That might be a team to keep an eye on as a long shot potentially to get to the national championship. And again, if they just get there, you can hedge your bet. At 15 to 1, there's certainly plenty of money to be made there. I like them better at 1500 than I do Texas at 2000. Arkansas is now the fourth pick in the SEC, was last week as well, plus 3000. Georgia is now minus 125 as your favorite. Alabama's plus 110. Those two swapped spots and odds from last week to this week. Texas A&M is intriguing too for some, even though they've already lost a game. They're plus 2200. I like Ole Miss though, Zach. If I'm going to go on a flyer, Ole Miss is the team I would ride. I don't root for Lane Kiffin's team, but I certainly respect what they've got going on defensively especially, and uh, they're a pretty big long shot. Yeah, as you mentioned, Georgia, your favorite, minus 125. Bama, plus 110. A&M's at plus 2200. Arkansas at plus 3000. And then Old Miss coming in at plus 3300. Tennessee, 4000. Kentucky, 5000. So those of you who believe the Wildcats are for real, those might be a couple of teams, Tennessee or Kentucky, to throw a few bucks at from the east. Hogs this week over in Arlington, Zach, and taking on Texas A&M. Arkansas, I'm surprised at this, honestly, and perhaps a bit of an overreaction by the odds makers on the Missouri State game. And certainly A&M has a loss, too, but to a much more you know talented, complete team in App State, which App State has had the wildest season so far. We're going to talk about them a little later. But Razorbacks open as a dog, and actually the money has moved toward Arkansas, so a little less of a favorite than they were when this thing opened at the beginning of the week. Less of a dog, excuse me. And Texas A&M currently minus two total in this game at 49. It was two and a half, and I like the over-under, too. That's kind of intriguing as well. Not sure what to expect, but thought it was going to be a high-flying affair last week. That's exactly what we got. I expect a much more defensive kind of game this week. See which team can run the ball, but I think both teams are going to have to resort to the air attack, which could lead to a few more points. We'll see, but the under 49 to me is more intriguing. I certainly love Arkansas. Catching points, honestly, I would have taken them on the money line in the first place. Arkansas first to score. Here's a unique one, Zach, and we love all the prop bets. Arkansas first to score is plus 215. I love that bet. Well, that has changed. So okay. now looking at first team to score, Arkansas minus 112. So it's almost a pick them. A&M minus 120. Arkansas to score first and win. Now that is at plus 215. Oh, that's what that, I'm looking at. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know that was a thing. So so they're taking two things there. One, Arkansas would have to be the first to score, and then two, they would have to win the game. There are some other fun ones in here. The the race bets that we've talked about, first to 15, first to 20, yep. first to 25 points. One of the ones that you had mentioned was first to 30 points, which the tie is actually the favorite there. And if you go and look at the total points for each team, A&M's is currently set at 24.5. Arkansas's at 23.5. So that's, that's how those odds actually get formulated. And tie means neither team reaches 30, which again, I think on a flyer, that might be something to keep an eye on. This could easily be a 27-24, 27-21 kind of game. Absolutely. And if that's something you're, you're thinking of, um, you know, they include the tie for a reason. So just keep in mind, if you do pick one of the teams and for some reason one of them do not reach that point total, the tie is the winning bet there. Yeah. Again, so Arkansas first to score. It's another one again. Arkansas first to score and win, as Zach pointed out. Sorry, I missed that part of the bet. Plus 215. So if you think they're going to win the game, you think they're going to get on the board first, that's one to maybe throw a few bucks at. These are just fun. Should get player props a little bit later in the week, too. And of course, we've talked about that before. You know, you might get a rushing total on Rocket Sanders. You might get passing totals for, you know, KJ Jefferson. And certainly I would expect you would. Max Johnson, too. What's he going to throw for this week against that beleaguered Arkansas secondary? What do you think? 
think. I imagine his numbers will be pretty high, but I think Slusher comes back might be something to keep an eye on, and maybe Arkansas can shore things up on the back end. Arkansas State's at Old Dominion. The Monarchs, Zach, hosting Arkansas State. This is their first year in the Sun Belt. They joined the FBS from the FCS in 2014, and Arkansas State actually has covered every game this year so far, including their loss at Memphis last week, and they are going to get points on the road this week as well. Yeah, absolutely. Arkansas State's been playing well, um, as you said, covering the number in each of their games, and uh, I have faith they can do it again. So looking at this one, Old Dominion currently favored by 5.5 points, total at 56.5. i got a couple of UA, uh, UAPB and also UCA taking on other F- FCS foes, and if they do hit the board, it'll be late Friday, early Saturday, and uh, they are both on the road this week, UAPB at Alcorn State and UCA Southeast Missouri. App State, we're talking some conference odds here. Even though they've had some dramatic games, Zach, some wild ones, and I didn't realize this. I missed this. I guess I slept on this. They played at UNC in the first game of the year, and they scored 40 points in one quarter, in the fourth quarter, to make a wild comeback. They missed a couple of two-point conversions, and they ended up losing a close game to North Carolina, but they had a 40-point quarter. That's insane. They are still the favorite to win the Sunbelt Conference, but there's value there, Zach, for a team that most people think will probably find a way to pull it off. Absolutely. There's five teams under double-digit odds currently, and you have App State leading the pack at plus 200, Louisiana Lafayette 300, Marshalls at 500, South Alabama 600, and then Coastal Carolina at 650. All right, let me also call your attention to the Big 12. You get your normals in there, Oklahoma, Texas, Baylor. Oklahoma State, though, still riding high, undefeated. They pounded poor UAPB last week, but they have a pretty long shot in there as well, Zach. Maybe, again, for a fly bet wouldn't be a bad one to me to throw a few bucks at oak state yeah one of the more competitive conferences right now looking at the odds oklahoma your favorite at plus 200 texas at 300 baylor at 600 and oklahoma state at 650 some other notes here before we dive into uh, this week's games outside of the state of arkansas or outside of arkansas teams some against the spread numbers so far and if you like trends these are things to keep an eye on texas is three and zero against the number washington crushed michigan state last weekend they're three and zero against the number I already mentioned arkansas state tennessee perfect against the number Penn State out of the Big Ten. The Kansas Jayhawks, undervalued for years, and appropriately so. They are 3-0 against the number this year. USC, Kentucky, Minnesota, all undefeated against the number at 3-0. On the other side, teams that have yet to cover a game. Stanford 0-2, including a loss to USC. UTEP, which we're going to talk about in a second. Auburn out of the the SEC, and boy, they're in tough times over there, and they got a tough one this week. Playing Missouri, this would look real bad for Brian Harson. Colorado's 0-3, but Nebraska's the best of them all, Zach. 0-4. Way to go. Nebraska overachieving again and of course they got thumped last weekend by their former conference rival in Oklahoma. Not nice. And then Fresno State we just mentioned too. They did not cover against USC. Thank you very much Fresno State. They are 0-3 on the season. Thursday game, Zach. I think we got all these on the board. Coastal Carolina's at Georgia State. West Virginia, Virginia Tech. Chattanooga is hanging out with Brett Bielema in Champaign on Thursday night. Last game for Illinois by the way. Keep in mind they beat Virginia 24-3. That was on September 10th so they're coming off a bye. A little extra rest for the Illini. But give me the numbers on each of these. Coastal, West Virginia, Chattanooga, all on the road. Yeah, looking at this one, Coastal Carolina, currently two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, 62-point uh, total for that game. West Virginia, a one-and-a-half-point favorite against Virginia Tech, total in this game at 50-and-a-half. And then looking at Chattanooga and Illinois, Illinois is a 17-and-a-half-point favorite, total in that one at 39-and-a-half. Here's a game I like a lot, and actually the money is sliding the way that I would not have anticipated. I thought it would have gone the other way, but it's actually going towards Virginia. Virginia on Friday is playing at 
Syracuse. Virginia's led this year now by Tony Elliott. He's a first-year head coach. He is the former Clemson assistant who won the Broyles Award, actually. And I would have thought that uh, Syracuse would have been pretty heavy favorite, but actually the number is, is getting smaller as far as the number of points given. I'm a little surprised by that one, Zach, but uh, I think this is a Syracuse game all the way to me. Yeah, and it's and it's actually moving fairly quickly. Um, it has actually moved down. Syracuse now is minus 9, total at 53. Yeah, I would have figured they would be minus like 11, 12, 13 as the, as the week went on, but it's going the other way. I don't know what's going on. I've read up on Syracuse. I haven't seen anything that would indicate that they would be shorthanded or anything, so a little bit of a weird one. Air Force licking its wounds. I talked about this game last week on the show, Zach. We talked about Wyoming's run defense, holding teams to under four yards of carry. Air Force extremely one-dimensional, and Wyoming won the game outright as a big underdog at home, so good for them. This week, they host a Nevada team that didn't score a point against Iowa. They may be a little tuckered out. That game didn't finish until Sunday morning, Zach, because of weather delays. Air Force hosting as a big favorite. Yeah, Air Force currently favored by 24 points total in this one at 45 and a half. I mentioned UTEP. They haven't they haven't covered a game yet. Oh, and four. I don't necessarily love the line this week. They are at home hosting Boise State, but I do like the under. Defensively, these teams have been much further ahead than they are offensively. I mentioned UTEP's 0 and four against the number. The Miners need to mine the transfer portal, find some offense. Zach, right now though, they're in big trouble. I think, uh, but I like a low scoring defensive affair. Yeah, looking at this one, Boise State goes on the road as a 15 and a half point favorite. Total set at 45 and a half. I don't trust. Boise's offense enough to lay the lay the points, but I do like the under there. I do like Baylor on the road as well. I don't want to, but I have to against Iowa State. Iowa State's been living on borrowed time. They pulled a couple out pretty close, obviously, that Iowa game. Baylor has won two of the last three matchups in close games by two points. Their last win in Ames came in 2016 by three. I expect another very close game, but Baylor, you're going to give them some points on the road against Iowa State. I'll take it. Yeah, Iowa State currently giving up a field goal minus three total in this game at 45. All right, Wake is a high-powered offense. Clemson is trying to figure themselves out yet, but we know as a complete team, pretty solid. Not dynamic or real sexy offensively right now, but they are a road favorite at Wake this week. This should be a really good game. Yeah, favored by a touchdown, minus seven total in this game at 55 and a half. You would have never thought that a group of five team playing against a uh, power five team would be a huge favorite, but that's exactly what you got. Of course, Cincinnati's not your normal group of five team. They're hosting Indiana this weekend, and the Bearcats, big favorite and a relatively high-scoring game expected. Yeah, looking at this one, Cincinnati currently favored by 16.5 points, total set at 57. I mentioned Missouri and Auburn. These are two bad teams. Brian Harson watch continues. It's a touchdown game, right? Auburn's a favorite at home? Correct. Auburn favored by 7, total at 51. I will make a guess that if they lose outright, Brian Harson won't be around for the next week's game. Here's a game I like a lot. Sonny Dykes was at SMU, Zach. He is now at TCU. TCU's playing at SMU. His former assistant, Rhett Lashley, is now the head coach at SMU. It's the 101st meeting between the two schools. TCU's coming off a bye... And a slight road favorite. I love the Horn Frogs this week. What's the line? Yeah, TCU currently favored by two and a half, total at 70 and a half. Oh, daddy. High scoring affair. Let's have some fun. TCU by a field goal. Let's go, Frogs. Florida, I don't know what to make of them. They squeaked out a win against a South Florida team that's not particularly good. They did do a good job defensively against uh, Gary Boshears in the passing attack of South Florida, and yet they barely won the game. This week, they got to go to Tennessee. We mentioned Tennessee undefeated against the number, but they got to lay a bunch this week to win this one. Correct. Currently double-digit favorites, minus 10.5, total at 62.5. All right, let's get quickly through the rest of the college games. Minnesota at Michigan State. So we have Michigan minus 16.5, total at 65.5. We mentioned North Carolina. They've got that porous defense. They've been off since September 10th as well. And again, going back to that App State game, 63-61, they allowed 40 points in the fourth quarter. I don't know how many quarters Notre Dame will need to score 40, but I'm guessing uh, more than one. Uh, Not exactly great offensively either. Notre Dame actually catching points at the Tar Heels, a team that started the season, Notre Dame did.
did in the top 10. Yeah, looking at this one, uh, North Carolina favored by two and the total at 56. It's been drama, drama, drama. App State, of course, winning on a Hail Mary against Troy after beating A&M, after almost pulling off the comeback win against North Carolina. This week, hopefully a little less drama for them. They're hosting James Madison, and I really like a defensive game here, Zach. I think it'll be fairly low scoring, but the total's pretty high. Both these teams have shown some some offensive uh, prowess, and yet I think this game will be low scoring in a conference match. Yeah, looking at this one, App State favored by a touchdown, minus seven, total at 58. Yeah, I I think it goes under, but I do think it'll be a fun game to watch, and and James Madison will give them a good fight. That's a team that was in the FCS as a powerhouse for a long time. Texas at Texas Tech, Zach. This line had me scratching my head a little bit, and Texas Tech's certainly been respectable, but Texas is trying to get back to relevance, and I love the Longhorns on the road this week. Yeah, again, another touchdown favorite. Texas minus seven total at 59 and a half. Yeah, it was at six and a half, and if you could get it there, that was pretty good. I teased it down as part of a parlay, and so you can move that number around, play with it a little bit. It affects your odds, but might be something to keep an eye on to get just under a touchdown again where it started. Vandy, Bama, I don't know if we need to spend any time on this, Zach, but Vandy won by 10 last week. At Northern Illinois, what athletic director let them book a game in DeKalb, Illinois? I have no idea. That is insanity. Vanderbilt won, though, at least. That's good news. The bad news is they have to go to Tuscaloosa this week, and I'm guessing Tuscaloosa is not going to be confused with DeKalb, Illinois anytime soon, Zach. No, looking at this one, Bama, currently favored by 41, total set at 59. Oh, Nick, please don't hurt him. Be nice. USC made us money last week. I appreciate them. They got a taller order this week. They're on the road playing the Beavers of yeah, Oregon State. And they are going on the road as a six-and-a-half-point favorite with a total in this one at 71. I think USC can get it done, but I'm not going to put a whole lot of uh, of wager money towards that. But if I was going to wager on one, I'd take USC again. How about Iowa Rutgers? Zach, how low can you go? You know how that goes. Um, you know, this is like going to be like a limbo. Like, how low can you go, Zach? How low can this over-under go with – Iowa and Rutgers, two good defensive teams that are, well, just not very good on offense, frankly. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Iowa favored by 7.5 points, total at 34. 34, people. 34 for a whole college football game. I just told you App State scored 40 in a single quarter. Iowa and Rutgers expected to score 34 in a whole game. If you like defense, cool. Have at it. That's going to be unwatchable. Let's move to the NFL. Wow. How about the Buffalo Bills, Zach? They are making the odds makers look like geniuses, and the odds keep getting shorter. So if you're going to ride the Bills all the way to the Super Bowl, better get on them sooner rather than later because I don't see those odds going back up. No, if they keep beating teams like this, they're just going to keep dropping quick. Bills as your favorite for the Super Bowl winner, uh, plus 425. Chiefs at 650. Buccaneers at 700. Packers 1300. Eagles 1300. Rams at 1,400, Chargers at 1,500, the Ravens at 1,800, Dolphins at plus 2,000, as well as the 49ers. Look, I all know, we all know the Bengals came out of nowhere last year and got there, but this really feels like a two-horse race in the AFC. I don't know what to expect in the NFC, but if I was going to ride somebody, it'd be the Packers. I mean, I, when the Bucks get back to full strength, if they do it wide receiver, you don't get guys suspended, you don't get guys injured, maybe you feel a little bit better about them. But kind of like the Packers, I mean, they're one-two punch at running back. You know, they're kind of doing it with a, uh, you know, not exactly a who's who of receivers, but they've got some good pieces, and defensively, they're right there so i don't know maybe philly's another one or can the rams get back but i think the afc is pretty much a two-horse race at this point um unless baltimore surprises me and comes on they lost a tough one last week it was a shootout with miami let's talk about the afc zach and with the bills as the overall favorite you know they're going to be the favorites in the afc but still you know look pretty good payout if you can get the bills in the afc as the champion yeah and as you said it does look like a two-horse race as of now bills plus 225 chiefs at plus 350 pretty big jump up to the chargers as your third choice plus 750 ravens at 850 and the dolphins 
Dolphins at plus 1,000. Hey, maybe you buy two. I don't, but 1,000, a, a I mean, that's something to look at. Buccaneers are your favorites in the NFC at 275. Packers, twice that. Again, I like them as a 50 to 1, Zach, right? 5 to 1. 5 to 1, excuse me. Yeah, I like them at 50 to 1. Five yeah, I'd to love, one. love them at 50 to 1. <laughs> uh, and then the Eagles are right there, too. I don't know. I, I guess they're uh, both at 5 to 1. Rams, plus 650. And the Niners, of course, with Jimmy Garoppolo coming back at quarterback. I mean, a lot of us think in the short term that makes them better. Maybe Trey Lance is the long-term answer, but I think for his command of the offense and understanding, you saw what he did last week in leading them to victory. Maybe he makes the Niners a little more competitive in the short term, but they're still a relative long shot. Let's dive in on some games here, Zach. And I do want to mention divisionally, there are a couple of interesting notes before we do that, I guess. Buffalo Bills, overwhelming favorite to win the AFC East at minus 335. Dolphins are second, plus 333. Chiefs, I think, are a good value, Zach. Minus 112 to win the division in the West. And again, the Chargers have a quarterback who's a little beaten up. Broncos haven't found their footing yet. If you're going to throw a few bucks at it, because I would guess if, if things continue the next few weeks, you'll see the Chiefs number get closer to where the Bills are right now. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like they've looked very good the first couple weeks. I'm surprising some people after losing some of their uh, skilled players, but no, they've looked great. Minus 112, hard to not look at. Um, another one I found interesting was the AFC South with uh, Coltson um, looking as they have the first few weeks. Jaguars actually looking decent. Jaguars are still your third choice at plus 300 hmm. for the AFC South. Yeah, Texans are doing it with defense. They've actually been competitive even though they're not getting a lot on the offensive side of things, and they are the long shot there. But, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, and, of course, the Jags are coming off a 24-zip blanking. How about Detroit? Can we make them our team of the week? First time they were favored in 22 months, Zach. They played well, and uh, kudos to the to the, uh, to the Lions. I was happy for them. Dan Skipper, the former Razorback, getting kudos for his work at offensive guard. Quickly, uh, games this week, Baltimore at New England, Zach. Can Lamar and company rebound in a tough environment? Yeah, Ravens currently favored by a field goal, minus three, total at 43.5. I like this one. I'm going to pick Buffalo to kill people until I'm proven wrong. Buffalo is a, a nice favorite at Miami, but very reasonable to me on the road against a Miami team that I thought had kind of a magical Sunday. I don't think it pulled off again. Yeah, the Bills have been very uh, good at scoring points thus far. They are currently minus six total at 52.5. Cincy and the, jo- uh, the Jets, excuse me, both teams kind of looking to figure it out. Jets got a big win, though. Uh, Cincinnati's trying to figure things out, and they, of course, took one on the chin against the Cowboys last week against Cooper Rush. Uh, Cincy, your road favorite. Yeah, looking at this one, Bengals are five-point favorites, total at 45. Uh, Detroit, we mentioned them. They're uh, trying to stay relevant in their divisional race. I guess everybody's chasing the Packers, but uh, Detroit at the Vikings. Yeah, and the Vikings, as good as they looked week one, looked just as bad week two. They are currently a six-point favorite, um, total at 52.5. I think this game's going to be unwatchable, but I like defense and I like the under, even though it's low. Houston at Chicago. Bears are a road, or excuse me, our home favorite. And I like the defenses both to play well here, Zach. Yes, Bears currently favored by 2.5, total at 40. KC at Indy, I like this one. Indianapolis, if they find their footing this week, good for them. But I'm going to bet on Kansas City to keep their misery alive. And I just think Kansas City's got way too much, and they're not a big enough road favorite for me to feel bad about. It. Yeah, looking at it, the Chiefs are currently favored by six points total in this one at 50 and a half. A couple more here. Vegas at Tennessee. Both these teams are 0-2. Did not expect that, Zach. And Tennessee has looked absolutely awful and don't really have a deep threat established yet. Maybe Traylon Burks will become that guy. He had a pretty good game the other day. Vegas a road favorite, though, with two teams that are desperate for a win. Raiders currently favored by two points total at 45 and a half. Well, a, team, a game that would have been sexy a couple years ago, uh, Rams at Cardinals. Not quite as much this year, but Rams at Cardinals still a good matchup, and the Cardinals had a wild one 
one last week where they won on a fumble recovery. Absolutely. Rams returning most of their starters from last year. Cardinals have all the pieces. We're just looking for them to put it together. Rams go on the road as a favorite. Minus three and a half, total at 48 and a half. I do like San Francisco and Denver this week and Denver hosting, and it's time for the Broncos to get on track. They are catching points at home against the Jimmy G-led Niners. Correct, yeah. Looking at this one, the Niners go on the road. One and a half point favorites, the total at 44 and a half. All right, Denver, don't fumble at the goal line. Play aggressively, and I like your chances. All right, Zach, a couple more quickly. Tampa Bay is working shorthanded. We talked about their odds. How about for this week with no Mike Evans? He lost his appeal. They've got a couple other receivers. I don't know who Tom Brady's going to throw it to, but they're going to play a game against Green Bay this week. It's all order. Green Bay looked awfully good. Yeah, looking at this one, Buccaneers currently favored by one point at home, total at 41 and a half. Okay, and then the Cowboys fans want to know what uh, what they can look at for Monday night. Got a good one against the Giants team that's been surprising. Saquon Barkley is back in a big way right now. Yeah, he told us before the season he was going to have a year, and he's following through right now. Giants currently a one-point favorite total at 39. Well, for his sake, let's hope he can stay healthy. Uh, one other note here, Zach, too, wanted to mention golf is on the board, and not a tournament, but a uh, matchup of United States against the world, and uh, the President's Cup's always fun. It doesn't get the same sizzle as the Ryder Cup, but it's pretty intriguing. Absolutely, and this year, you know, has a little bit less intrigue with some of the live stuff going on and those players not being invited or able to play, but either way, it's always a fun event, um, and if you feel like the U.S. can get upset. The odds are in your favor to come bet. Right now, USA is favored minus 670. Team International plus 600. Tie is plus 1800. Major League Baseball odds haven't changed. Dodgers still your favorites out of the Astros. Mets and Yanks actually have tweaked a little bit. They are co-third place with plus 550. And Cardinals fans, again, reason to believe Pujols having a magical year. Maybe this is uh, something where you pull it off. They're at 20 to 1 right now, so if you want to take a flyer on one. NCAA Hoops is on the board. The Razorbacks are among the favorites. Sixth pick ahead of Duke, ahead of Baylor ahead of Arizona, but behind Gonzaga, your favorite right now. we got NBA player markets. we got NBA championship odds. WNBA just wrapped up, no longer on the board. And then also coming up, uh, an interesting fight, I think, Zach. I didn't know you guys would put this up there. But Jake Paul is an official, like, legit fighter now. He and Anderson Silva going out on October 29th. And Jake Paul currently your favorite, right? No, uh, Anderson Silva is your favorite. Jake Paul, um, minus 104, and Silva minus 137. Okay. I kind of like, uh, like Jake Paul there. I don't know. I want to double-check those odds. No, I think you're right. That's what I had, too. You're right. I'm sorry. The lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Uh, we got to get our lock of the week. I like a lot of games this week. TCU, Buffalo, Denver, Boise under, Syracuse. I like them all. I'm going to take TCU. I'm going to say that the former coach beats his uh, former team, and TCU gets it done on the road. I love the Syracuse game. The number moving towards Virginia makes me a little bit hesitant, though. I don't understand that one. I really like Denver at home. But I'm going to make TCU my official pick this week, try to get the 3-2, and two, and that's going to do it because we're just about out of time. Don't forget, again, got the show on Friday night with Lori Morgan. Tickets as low as 25 bucks. You can get them at Oakland. .com, your room, your spa. Don't sleep on all the great dining options. And, of course, Pops Lounge was all kinds of fun entertainment over the weekend. That's going to do it for us. For Zach, I'm Justin. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Oaklawn Game Day, and we'll join you again next week. Good luck, everybody. Good luck, everyone.